best. What the the best? You know what the best is? The well, I don't know if I want to say it's the best, but you know, I'm going to say it's the best movie I saw today. I finally completed the James Ryan trilogy, and I watched Princess Bride this afternoon with my six year old daughter, and we both really, really liked it. Awesome! Yes. So uh, I consider the James Ryan trilogy of movies uh, to be uh, Princess Bride and um, Clue, Clue, and then Big Trouble in Little China. Like those are the three movies that I associate with you, even if they're not your absolute favorite movies in the world. Those are at least in my top five of all of them. I mean, Big Trouble is is my favorite of all time, but Clue is definitely up there. So you have you seen? I know you saw Clue. I know you now have seen Princess Bride. Have you seen Big Trouble in China? Yeah, I did that last year. I think we did a podcast on it, but I'm not sure. I, the sands of time have. have washed away my memory, or for whatever. We may so. have. That's awesome. Good. Congratulations. So tell me, Princess Bride, you loved it, yes? Yes. Oh, by the way, that was me cracking a beer on this podcast. Whoa. I have this I have this stringent rule that I try to follow and I'm not successful all the time is I try not to drink any alcohol on days that I work just because of the work schedule I've got and everything like that. I work at night and so it doesn't work out, but I've had three hellacious days at work. So uh That's a uh, hell of a day. Yeah. You got to have a beer. This is a canned Miller Light. They say it's a fine Pilsner beer. So I don't know if that's true or not, but I think it tastes fine. So whatever. I I, I won't I won't comment because I am a beer connoisseur, so I'll, you know, enjoy. I hope you enjoy your beer, though it is a Miller Lite. And thanks to Jack Burton in Big Trouble in Little China, there's a scene when they're in the airport and he comes up to um, uh, oh, now I can't even remember her name is, but I'll think of it in a second. Kim and he Cattrall. Goes, uh, Kim Cattrall. Yes, it is. And uh, he says something. He goes. Uh, you know, you know what I say when oh, he he tries to ask her. He goes, "Would you just want to jump into?" And he goes, "No, never in your condition." And uh, and he goes, "Well, let, let's talk about my condition." <laughs> and he and then she says something about, um, uh, "You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't deal with you." So it sm- basically, it smells like you've been drinking all day. From where I'm standing, it's Miller time. And the funniest line is because, well, I'll tell you when when it's Miller time, I'll tell you, you know, what's going on. But he doesn't get a chance to finish that line because he. He gets interrupted by the gangsters, but everyone always talks about, you know, what does it mean when it's Miller time for Jack Burton? <laughs> What's your theory on what it means? Getting down he's, and getting funky. He's my friend. having the, the, the premarital sex as the, uh, oh. the kids like to say here. So Pro- uh, probably used, at, a ho- at a, at an airport. <laughs> I used to be a, a beer snob and then I took like six years off of drinking and now I, I'll drink almost anything. I'm still not going to go near like the bush or like the the red dog. I don't even know if they make red dog I, beer anymore. Good lord, I don't think they make that anymore. Or like what it, is it like natural ice? That no, I'll just drink water and Don't I'll, I'll yeah, don't go day. near that. Don't go near Keystone. Don't go Here's here's my rule of thumb. If you're going to drink American beers, don't go with the big the big uh, breweries, the Anheuser-Busch, the Miller, the InBev, no. the Coors, everything like that. It's controversial takes on this show here, man. It is. Jeez, Louise. You got you got to go with the small guys, especially because you're out in Texas. They got some really, really good craft breweries out in Texas, and I would suggest you looking into that, big boy. I, I, uh, I when I go beer shopping, I cycle it. Uh, so one trip, I'll I'll try out like the small, you know, uh, the craft breweries or whatever, and then the next time I go, I'll just get a six pack of a uh, of a uh, Miller or Budweiser or something. And it was uh, it was the big boy's turn. Uh, to play with my wallet uh, this time around, um, I, uh, I I I agree. I can I can appreciate that. I understand. I will never jump back into macro beers. No, it is micro only for me. 
<laughs> well, you you know what? You have to be true to yourself. So if that's what you need to do to feel uh, loved and appreciated and self-respected, then you just do. You drink what you need to drink, my friend. I will, I will not and, and, belittle you. Know, you. That, is, that is a credo I think that everyone should, should follow <laughs> because it is – you know, everyone – Everyone's palate is different, and not everybody loves the same thing. You know, there are some people that love gin. I do not like gin at all. There are some people that love certain beers that I don't like, and there's some beers that I love or drinks that I love that nobody likes. So it's all your palate. You should drink what you love. Amen, my friend. Yeah, I think uh, you had a uh, a back and forth spat with a previous guest who shall be shall not be named because huh. she was not a nice person. Uh, turns out, but uh, Ooh, you guys had a see? like a. Uh, yeah, you could go through the archives and figure it out. And I'm not going to say the name that way. Nobody can say, hey, why were you talking crap about that person? It could be any of those guests. You don't know. Don't put words into my mouth. But uh, I, I don't remember what she said, but but I it, was it was the, wrong. It look, was wrong. It was wrong. The gist was that uh, she has crap beer, crap beer t- tastes, and I have craft beer tastes, my friend. <laughs> To answer your previous question, I really liked The Princess Bride a lot more than I thought I was going to like it, and I thought I was really going to like it. It was ended up being a really good movie, uh, but my six-year-old, she got scared out of her mind uh, mm. at that movie. And you could probably take a guess at which two parts uh, terrified her. Uh, the rodents of unusual size, is that what uh, yes. it was? The R-O-U-S's? Yes. yes. And uh, she she wasn't as scared after we looked online and we found the behind-the-scenes stuff that said it was a dude in a suit. Uh, it was, around. yeah. That's kind of hard to believe that that was a guy in a suit. Like, that's really good makeup work and uh, costume design and everything if that could pass as a guy in a suit because that and did I, not look like a guy in a suit. I thought that was like Jim Henson's Muppet Shop. <laughs> and, you know, and I think it was voiced. I might be wrong because I haven't looked it up all day long, of course. I tell you these these outlandish claims, but I believe it was voiced by Frank Oz because it certainly sounded like like yes. Yoda when he got when he got stabbed. Yeah, I think I I think that is uh, probably true there. Um, I'm looking on here. I don't see him in the main cast, but I think I saw Frank Oz's name earlier uh, today. Okay. So I think that you are 100% correct, and you can take that uh, knowledge to the bank because it's, to the it's bank. gold, solid gold, Jerry. Um, and <laughs> and I, can, I think I can guess what the other portion that your sweet daughter uh, was, was scared of. Was it when uh, Wesley was on the machine? Yes, he was getting tortured to death. Yes. And uh, that was uh, – she kept covering eyes. She's like, no, no, it's make it stop, make it stop. But uh, I was like, hey, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. He's not going <laughs> to die. He, I said he's not going to die. And then, uh, spoiler alert, he actually does kind of die a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, But I thought that that movie, uh, him getting tortured, that was a nice uh, uh, precursor to – apparently he was in that Saw movie. Did you ever see that one? I saw Saw one, and I, I saw Saw, but I never saw the other Saws. <laughs> I saw parts of the first Saw, but I never saw the other Saws that followed the Saw that I solely saw part of it. Ah, I tried to make I, that I, go as long I, as I, I could. I saw what you're talking about. But uh, so yeah, apparently he's in that movie somehow, and it's like, oh, you're getting tortured in a Princess Bride. You're really gonna get tortured uh, uh, someday down the road. But no, I'd only known Carrie Hughes from. Uh, 
from Robin Hood Men in Tights uh, for all yeah. these years. He's great in that movie. Uh, he's you know he's great in everything that I've seen him. He's in. Uh, uh, he really is wonderful, and I really uh, I really enjoy this movie. Uh, we rented it from the library, but I'm probably not. I didn't rent it. I didn't pay them any money for it. I borrowed it from the library, uh, so I'm probably <laughs> gonna get the Blu-ray since you said in a previous episode that. Um, that you, uh, you were in the I'm on Blu-ray. the special. Yeah, I'm on the special stuff, and I've never actually seen it too. I've been in it. I've never saw You've it. My never friend, seen your own like appearance? I'm, no, I've never have. Uh, I never actually. I didn't get a copy. I didn't buy a copy yet. I know it's such a such a horrible thing to say. I, man, you should. Uh, I don't know. I'd have that framed if I was you. I'd be like, look, this is me. <laughs> I'm in this movie. Like, feast your eyes upon. Uh, my my brilliance and my star power or whatever. And make sure if when you do get it, make sure. So it's the Blu-ray copy. I don't know if there are multiple different multiple copies for the Blu-ray, but it was the 30th anniversary, I believe it was. In fact, I will go as far as to say that the idea of you not owning the Blu-ray that you appear on is inconceivable. Inconceivable, and I do <laughs> do an impression of uh, of Mister Inconceivable on the Blu-ray. I know that that's uh, that was my six year old. Uh, I think that was her favorite line in the movie was that nice. man yelling Inconceivable, and then that man turned out to be a bad man. And yes, she he didn't did. like that very much because yeah, we were letting like the the main menu was playing, and the guy was yelling Inconceivable, and she runs into the kitchen where I'm making popcorn, and she's like, "Daddy, what does Inconceivable mean?" And uh, I was like, "Oh, it's kind of." <laughs> sweet and cute or whatever but uh she was fascinated by uh andre the giant's size in that movie she thought oh, that yeah. was great and she got mad at fred savage because he he used jesus name in vain uh, oh <laughs> he says uh jesus grandpa why did you say that or something like that and she's like he's not supposed to say that i'm like no no, Fred Savage is a sinner, uh, Lucy, and Fred Savage might go to hell. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen to Fred Savage when he dies. He he could go to hell. He could maybe go to heaven, but um, I don't know. I didn't realize Fred Savage was in that movie, though. It kind of took me by surprise. I was like, oh, hey, I yeah. know you. You're this little yeah. snotty kid from the Wonder Years. How fun is that? Yeah, and um, and Peter Falk as well from Columbo. Yeah, rest in peace, Peter Falk. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, speaking of rest in peace... Oh, man, this hit me hard. I was at work today, and I saw the news came over the wire. Um, Lee Embry, he died, man. Who's that? <laughs> Lee. Who? No, what? Arlie Embry. Oh, Arlie Embry. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yes, I said bro. the name wrong. Uh, man, Jesus, Louise, I'm a horrible person. But, yeah, Arlie Ermy. Uh, I was like, I'm like, who's Lee Embry? Is no, that from a Doctor Who? <laughs> no, Lee Embry is uh, – apparently he's a guy that I looked on uh, Google. He has over 30 years of sales experience in Birmingham, Bloomfield, and Lakes areas. He does oh, real no. estate. He's still alive, well, I think. Oh, he is? Okay, good. I thought he I, – I, I was. we were about to we – <laughs> Have a giant funeral down at the Bloomfield uh, and Lakes District. Well, his website needs a funeral. This thing says copyright 2004, and it looks like a 2004 website. Oh, like, it's got wow. frames everywhere. Just go to LeeEmbry.com. It's uh, it's not good. <laughs> Free shout out to LeeEmbry.com. Yes, but Lee, our Lee Army. Oh, my God. That's that's wild. He was uh, – I think he was like 70 – what did I say? 72, 74. potentially? 74 is what the, the yeah. Daily News uh, says. But – He's the best part of that Full Metal Jacket movie. I know, because as soon as oh, he, uh, man. spoiler alert, um, after his part in the movie is over with, I kind of lost interest in the rest of the movie, to be quite honest with you. Hey, that, that movie, I you know, the first time I watched that movie, I believe I was nine, how, I was nine years old. Mm. Yeah. Are you serious? How'd you pull I that swear. off? 
<laughs> well, uh, okay, so growing up, we had HBO and Showtime and the movie oh, channel, were, like, all at the house and stuff like that. And I believe my parents were gone for they went to, out to dinner or something like that, leaving myself and my older two of my older siblings, I believe, to, in the house to do their homework. And well, I was in the TV room all alone, and that happened to be on. And oh boy, that sure uh, to this day, I still remember seeing that and parts of Apocalypse Now alone as a kid. Little rich boy over here has got HBO at his house. In look, at, look at this kid. Man. Look at this dude. All you need is a Neo Geo, and you'll be like Bill Gates Jr. <laughs> or some some nonsense like that. But the um, envy of everybody. Yes, that was a scary. That that scared me. I still to I this day remember. Oh, jeez, yeah. please. Yeah, especially because I mean, and even now, and it's one of my one of my more favorite movies to watch because I not only I love Kubrick and all his films. Uh, shout out to The Shining, but um, that movie is it's really amazing because it's two distinct films. Obviously, the first half is the boot camp, and the second half is when they go to Vietnam. But it's it's such it's it's t- intense and tense at the same time on both sides. But it's it feels like two separate movies. Yeah, it does. That's probably why I lost interest in like, I need to go back and watch it. Cause maybe now I will have a little more interest in it now, especially knowing that he's, he's passed or whatever, but his parts was, was so good. And, and uh, if you're, you're listening to this at home, uh, thank you by the way. Uh, but he was actually, uh, he was actually a Marine Corps Sergeant. He wasn't just an actor playing one. Like he actually, he put in the work on, on his, he, you know, that's on his, why they called him the gunny. He was the gunnery sergeant. And, definitely. Uh, this daily news, article it says that he was hired as a technical advisor for full metal jacket but then they gave him the uh the role of gunnery sergeant hartman after he showed stanley kubrick he was a natural at yelling at recruits uh, kubrick <laughs> yeah. said 50 percent of these dialogues specifically the insult stuff came directly from him so oh, yeah um yeah he yelled and screamed at those people and uh it was it was great it was great seeing him do that and he did that show on the History Channel. Uh, was it Mail Call? Do you remember Ma- that? Yeah, Mail Call. Yes, I remember oh, that. That was I great. Really, that was a, like a little guilty pleasure of mine. Like it wasn't something that I I made time for, but whenever it was on, I I would stop flipping the channels. I was like, oh, you're you're great. I I really enjoy you. So I always yeah I remember him just not only shooting but slashing and destroying all manner of watermelons on that show. <laughs> Hey, he was also. Uh, did you ever see that? Um, it's it's a lousy comedy, but he was in it. Uh, Saving Silverman. I vaguely remember that was the guy from American Pie, correct? Yeah, he's, he's like he's dating. Um, oh, what's her name? Um, Amanda Peet, and she's ah. like a real like awful human being, and uh, and they try to his buddies try to like get him away from them, and they go to like their their high school like track coach or football coach, and that's. Uh, that's Emery, and uh, and he says uh, they're like, "What should we do?" Or, or Ermy, not Emery. Sorry, they say like, "What should we do?" And he's like, "Well, you got to kill her." And <laughs> they're like, "Are you serious?" He's like, "Yeah, you got to kill her." And uh, uh, spoiler alert, but he ends up falling in love with a uh, Jack Black's uh, character or whatever. Jack Black's long, long out of high school. It's not creepy or anything, but uh, <laughs> by the end of the movie, they they have a little romance. Uh, so <laughs> if you want to see Jack Black and uh, Jack Black and Arlie Ermy be really, really funny together uh, I, I cannot recommend that movie enough they're they're the best oh, right part on. of that film so yeah. otherwise uh, Arlie, Arlie Army is great yeah he's so uh rest in peace uh so yeah just that was that was sad today it was like a happy day because I really enjoyed the Princess Bride and I completed your trilogy but then I was uh I was sad because uh that happened and uh, yeah that's that's life for you so many ups and downs and 
I don't know how to deal with stuff like that anymore. So I think that's why I drink now. I don't know. <laughs> that's why it's Miller time, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So I was thinking, like, you had your trilogy of films. I was trying to think, like, what my trilogy yeah. of films would be. Not, like, necessarily, like, my favorite ones. But if I was like, okay, here's three movies. Go watch them. And, and the closest ones I could think of would be uh, uh, The Dark Knight, uh, Training Day, and probably Who Framed Roger Rabbit would be the third one. One of these things is not like the other. Yeah, yeah. I don't know which of those ones do you like the best. Or have you you've seen all those, haven't you? I've seen I've seen all of them. Okay. Um, You're a better person than I am. I really like Training Day when I saw it in the theater. I really (laughs) like that. Um, that was a really it was interesting how they made uh, I think Denzel didn't he win the Academy Award for that? Yes. Yes he did. So he he only gets the Academy Award when he's a bad guy. Yeah, that's that's not racist at all. The Academy not, there. Yeah, but, uh, uh, I love uh, I love Dark Knight. I mean, Dark Knight is was was amazing and and a fitting uh, I guess send off for Heath Ledger because he did an amazing job and obviously won the Academy Award for that as well. And you know what? I'm a fan of Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins is a really really he was an amazing actor. He died a few years ago as well. R.I.P. And I think in this. If Roger Rabbit was done, I think it was ahead of its time. Oh, yeah. That movie was fantastic. I don't think it got appreciated as much as it should have when it came out. And I think if it came out a few years later, maybe it would have. Do you know that Bill Murray was uh, supposed to be in that film, but he kept missing his age? He he missed his agent's call to be in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. What was his part supposed to be? He was going to be the Bob Hoskins role. Oh, wow. And I love Bob Hoskins in that movie. Like, Roger Rabbit's like, perfect. I don't want to change anything in that. But part of me is like, man, I wish I could see Bill Murray in that, that movie. Would, that You would know, be a I've lot never heard that before. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's like, I think he considers that his uh, biggest missed role or, or his, whatever. His, his biggest, one of his biggest regrets. Wow. Yeah, it's... That, uh, that and probably doing, you know, a couple other random films that he's done. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, Spielberg and Zemeckis, they both wanted, uh, they both wanted him for the movie, but they just could not get a hold of him. That seems like that's not a, a problem you would have, uh, uh, you would have now. No, uh, like, nah. that's wow. That is, uh, that's me. I wonder if he was, was he just busy on another set or was he just away from his not cell phone? Yeah, and it says, uh, as I read this article, it says Murray reportedly screamed out loud when he heard that he missed the call years later. He says he definitely would have accepted the role. Oh, wow. And uh, that same article right under, I don't want to read BuzzFeed stuff because, you know, whatever, they don't need my advertising dollars. But uh, uh, apparently Tim Curry was too scary for uh, Judge Doom, and I just think that's hilarious because – Judge Doom was already terrifying enough. Yes, he Lloyd. certainly was, especially Christopher Lloyd. How scary was how scary was Tim Curry that he would he was too scary for that role? Like, jeez, <laughs> Louise, that would give me nightmares still if I watched that now. But, but then a few years, I think a few years later, around the same time, uh, maybe it was before uh, Tim Curry was Pennywise. Was it? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, he was. So he was scary. Maybe that's what it would have looked like. So. Um, it says apparently, and I did just a little more uh, digging around, there are some roles, other roles, that Bill Murray missed out on because people could not get a hold of them. Uh, would you like to uh, would you like to take a guess at some of these roles that he's lost out on? <laughs> Let's see. He – God, the, you know, 
No, I you know I can't. I would I would spend all night and all podcasts trying to figure out something like this. So uh, okay. go ahead. So let me know. okay. So according to the National Post, in 2000, he fired his agents reportedly for calling him on the phone too often, and <laughs> replaced them with an automated 1-800 number. This is from a, uh, a book uh, that somebody wrote. Um, which I can't see the name of, and this is boring radio for me trying to figure it out. But uh, anyways, this is at the Washington National Post. Um, but he refused to pick up the phone. He missed out on Iron Man. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. said they wanted Bill to consider a role in Iron Man, but nobody could find him. I guess would oh he have God. been, uh, uh, would that have been the Jeff Jeff Bridges role? Uh, you know, that's the only one I could think of. He'd possibly be the Iron Monger. Yeah. He was... Oh, oh. Uh, he was supposed to be Obias bad Santa. Stain? Yeah, Stain. Well, I think that's, Stain, that's the name yeah. I'm thinking Obad, of. Obadiah Stain, yeah. Obadiah. Could yeah. he have been that, or do you think he could have been Agent Coulson? Ooh. Maybe he could have been Voice of Jarvis. Maybe. Oh, maybe that's that might have been. that might. Have, which one of those of those three? Which one would you have liked to have seen Bill Murray in? Hmm. I feel like Jarvis I think, would have I think, been funny. I think I think Coulson. I think he would have done a really good job as Coulson. Because oh, then we could have gotten Bill Murray like in a bunch of other Marvel movies if that happened. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you best yeah, believe it. Yeah, I think that would be uh, good. Um, I think he could have made a good villain. I've never really seen Bill Murray play the villain in, in very many movies. But um, I don't know. That would have been fun. Uh, he was supposed to be in Bad Santa. Uh, huh as the uh, Billy Bob Thornton role, but uh, wow. the director said he made a verbal agreement, but when it came time to sign the contract, uh, they left several messages, but uh, they moved on after weeks of uh, nothing. But Oh, uh, wow. Uh, Monsters, Inc., he was supposed to be uh, John Goodman's role, uh, Sully, the big blue monster in that movie. Huh. Really? Wow. And he was supposed to be in The People vs. Larry Flint. I never saw that movie. I don't know if it's saying I never saw that movie either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Splash, he was supposed to uh, be in that Tom movie, Hanks. but they they gave him the script for Splash, and then he threw it across the room in disgust. So <laughs> I, I don't. He's know. done that with a. Apparently, he's done that a few times with some scripts. I've I've heard that. Yeah, uh, he was going to do this. They tried to get him to do the Santa Claus, but then Tim Allen did that. When when oh wow, that's probably Tim Allen's best live action movie, isn't it? I would agree, and considering that Tim Allen is is kind of a scumbag, uh, let's go with Santa Claus is his best film. I've never seen that Galaxy Quest movie, so I don't know, because there's probably somebody yelling at me right now, he was in Galaxy Quest, that's oh, the best movie. Oh, wow, yes. Okay, so I'll take that back. Galaxy Quest is oh, probably Oh, you're going to be the film. one to say it's the best one. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, you sh- okay, you like, I know you like there. Star Trek, you like space stuff, you like sci-fi stuff, watch Galaxy Quest. It is, it's pretty damn funny. Why wouldn't I just watch Star Trek instead? You got to watch this. It's, really? It's, 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 it's that good. Okay. It was surprisingly, surprisingly funny and has some really funny dialogue in it as well and some really good actors too. And uh, Scorny Weaver's pretty hot in it. Okay. Well, you've only recommended one terrible movie to me and everything else you've recommended I've really enjoyed. So uh, what, was, I think what was the one terrible one that I The Rogue One? That movie was garbage. Too. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah. You Can't love that movie for some ungodly reason. But, uh, you know, I think I've only seen that once, so I might have to watch it again, and then maybe I'll get back to you on that. Yeah. Um, Airplane and uh, Kindergarten Cop, Rain Man, Forrest Gump, Toy Story, Alvin and the Chipmunks, and uh, Shrek. Those That's... were the other movies that he could have wow. been in. And Shrek surpri- is garbage, I, too. Don't recommend surpri- Shrek to me. <laughs> what was he supposed to be for Rain Man? 
Uh, that's just listed as one of the the movies. Okay. Uh, maybe the I don't know. Would he be in the Tom Hanks or the Dustin Hoffman role in that one? Not Tom maybe Hanks, would, uh, Tom Cruise. I think he would probably be the Dustin Hoffman role. But yeah. then again, you know. But then again, that maybe this is not all you know main characters. Maybe he's. Uh, but in especially Rain Man, there's only pretty much a two. It's a two man show. Yeah, yeah. Probably the Dustin Hoffman role. Uh, Toy Story, probably uh, Buzz. I would imagine. Do you think a kindergarten cop maybe would have been one of the kids or something in kindergarten cop? <laughs> like, can you imagine? All right, all right. Just take the same kindergarten cop movie, everything, but instead of that little girl, it's Bill Murray that stands up and says, "Boys have penises and girls have vaginas." <laughs> and you cannot tell me that's not a better movie with that change uh, made to it. Yeah, I you know I think I, I agree that would probably be a better film. Evil Dead? No, I'm just kidding. But no, Bill Murray God. and Evil Dead would be would be uh, no offense to Bruce Campbell, who's like the most perfect actor in the world. I think sometimes, but uh, I don't know. Now I'm just picturing Bill Murray and just all these like crazy different movies or whatever. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I like him so much. I feel like you can put him in anything, and it's it's probably going to make it a better movie. Like what? I mean, can you think of a movie that you would put Bill Murray in, and it would be a, a worse movie? No, I will agree with that. I and I can't for some reason off the top of my head, I can't even think of a movie that I would want to put him in. But I would definitely want to put him in anything because like, he's I such a good, know. he's a great talent. Like Star Wars, maybe like if you put him in like that original Star Wars movie, maybe that's worse because Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford are doing an amazing job. Like I don't you know, know. I don't think I don't think he would fit in in Star Wars. Sadly, no, right. no, I don't. I don't think he would. But I don't know. I'm trying to think of what's a what's a terrible movie or a movie that would be ruined by Bill Murray's presence. And I don't know. Maybe oh, Dumb and Dumber. Probably would that be worse Termin- than Bill Murray? Terminator. You put him in a Terminator movie. That's not. You know. Yeah. He's not really. See, Bill Murray needs a needs needs a. He's got a character that needs kind of chance to be fleshed out and to grow slowly and stuff like that. Terminator, you can't really do that because you have. Maybe he could be Miles Dyson. But I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. What, do you think Aladdin's a better movie if Bill Murray does the genie instead of Robin Williams? No. No. Okay. No. I'll agree. I'll disagree to agree or agree to disagree with you. I think I think Robin Williams hit a not only a home run, he hit a grand slam when it was when he was a genie. Oh, he was great in that. I'm just imagining Bill Murray like hey, oh, you know that's a terrible Bill Murray because Bill Murray Bill Murray's style is so it's it's a little sleepy, but it's also very kind of um, sarcastic and sardonic and everything like that, and it's not over the top like you would need somebody for for, to be a genie or something like that. I guess Robin Williams is. Now that I think about it, what's like? Has he done any good animated movies where he's done the voice for something? Well, he was Garfield. Remember that? But oh, I man, never that saw that. But I heard that that oh, was a stinker. Dude, that movie was horrible. Like I went to really? the theater and saw that thing, and it was. So I had high hopes because I, I freaking love Bill Murray. I was like, a, you know, in college or whatever. I'm, I'm thinking of, oh, this is going to be hilarious because this is Bill Murray. He's you know Ghostbusters. He's you know. Uh, uh, Groundhog Day and, and Caddyshack and you know all these great movies and uh, but it's just a total dud. Did you ever Ugh. see? Um, did you ever see uh, Zombieland? I did, where he played himself. Yeah, and they asked him. They said, "What's your biggest regret?" And he said, "Probably the Garfield movies." It's like well, <laughs> that's funny. At least you can I, own up to I, it. I like Zombieland. That was good. Oh, that, that movie was great. And Bill seeing Bill Murray in it, which yeah, I had no idea he was going to be in that movie when I sat down to watch it. I was like. Oh, because they talk about they went to Bill Murray's house, like his mansion or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. 
it'd be kind of funny if Bill Murray showed up in this movie, and he does, and then he gets <laughs> killed immediately, and that he does. Really Bummer. He li- he lived through the whole thing, and then he gets shot by these. Bozos. I was like, man, this could have been such a more fun movie. Like, it's already a fun movie, but oh, if he had lived or whatever, if they hadn't have shot him, like that would have been uh, that would have been fantastic. So now, uh, now speaking of Bill Murray, uh, and I'm going to ask you this question because I don't know if you've seen this or not, but Bill Murray and something else that I love equally, Christmas Time. Have you ever seen Scrooge? I didn't like Scrooge. It was too depressing and boring. Oh, I like Scrooge. Is always is one of my favorites. It's just I don't know. It's really really drab. I, I think it fits perfectly it, with though. him how he the type of character that he is. I need to watch but, it because it was like probably like fifteen or sixteen years ago <laughs> since the last time mm-hmm. I watched it. I've changed. I become a different man. I've I have children. I've I've wed. I've I've done things. I've seen things. You know. So. <laughs> you, <laughs> Yes, you have. Maybe it's You're a better growing. movie now. I, I don't know. It might, could potentially be. So um, I'll, I'll have to find that on, on VHS or, or DVD or whatever fine videos are sold. I'll go and uh, speak, speaking of VHS, did you hear about the? There was a news story before we move on to our main stuff. Uh, there was a news story about a guy who found a or he went to a thrift store, bought a a VHS tape, and it just says "Play me" on it with a weird smiley face. Ooh, that's and they creepy. actually. They actually put this on a a, um, a news program, and I don't know if it was a joke. I think it was a legit news program. They had him pr- put it in his VCR. Yes, legit had a VCR still. And he was a young dude too, so he probably had it ironically, and put it in played, and it was a lot of snow for the first couple, like maybe minutes or something like that, and then all of a sudden it was the Rick Ansley, I will never <laughs> give you up. Oh, there's so many horrible ways that could have gone, but uh, it could have. It could have. And, and then the the news program actually, the reporter went on to explain what Rick Rolling was. So oh, why they we're li- do that? We're living in a weird time nowadays. They should just like left that up to people's imagination. And just like <laughs> some old couple sitting there, like, why was this on the news, dear? You know? <laughs> it was this strange man days sunglasses singing at me, but uh, no, like it could have been like a dirty movie or somebody gets ganked. On you know uh, on yeah. television or something, but uh, could have been could have been a snuff tape. Oh my god! Oh yeah, and then we have to get Nick Cage in that nine millimeter movie. Remember that hey, movie? I eight is it eight millimeter. Oh, is it eight millimeter? What's nine millimeter then? Nine That's millimeter a gun. Is a gun. Oh, I'm sure he had one of those in that movie. Hey, I'm he? sure he did eight millimeter for film. That was legit. I've for the times that I've seen, I think I've only seen that two times. But there's a scene when he's tracking the guy in the house. And the music stops, and you just hear the kind of the 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 rub of the you know the the um the the noise of the of the record skipping and stuff like that. And it's just pure silence in that scene. And that is, I my my heart was going to explode both times I saw it. It was so intense in that scene. You made my skin crawl just by describing that moment when the you music stops. It. Yeah. Cause yeah. If you've seen that movie. It's like, holy jeez. And I feel like that's also one of those movies that like, if people haven't seen it, they don't know how like messed up it is. They're like, Oh, eight yeah. millimeter. Oh, it's where Nick Cage hunts down a snuff film. I was like, no, that's a movie <laughs> where Nick Cage hunts down a snuff film. Like it's, <laughs> It's so creepy and so bizarre. It's like oh, seeing is believing with that movie. Yeah, that that movie was legit. I didn't know what that movie was about when I first rented it, and 
<laughs> I was like, what the hell did I just see? That was uh, they our cable company back in the, the early 2000s. And this might have happened with yours uh, before we had like the fancy boxes and stuff like that. Like for some reason, we got like Showtime and HBO and stuff like that for free. But they didn't come in like the perfect picture. But it was good enough that you could watch a movie. I remember watching that movie late at night on one of them channels. And uh, <laughs> that was weird. That might have been the weirdest thing I watched in high school, uh, wow. along with U-Turn. Did you ever watch that movie, U-Turn? I have seen U-Turn. That yeah, movie with, um, so stupidly weird. Like, Sean Penn and a bunch of other weird, you know, kind of mid mid of the run. Oh, who was in it? It was um, uh, Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. And, yeah, that's right. Uh, Looking Nick yeah, like, that was a weird. That was a weird movie. Like Nick Nolte's her dad, but he's like sexually abusing her and stuff like that. And she like was a, adopted or something. I can't remember what it was. Uh, yeah, it was, been, it was so yeah. weird. I don't. Been know. long. Been a long time since I've seen that movie too. Who Who made that movie? I I gotta look this up now because they're. Oh, it's Oliver Stone. He was the one that did that movie. Ah, so. that's why. Um, oh, it's Billy Bob Thornton. That's what I was thinking of. Yes, Billy Bob Thornton's yes. like this weirdo mechanic or whatever. And by the end of the movie, you just want to see that dude just get like murder or something. Like, <laughs> that mechanic just pissed me off. I was like, dude, just just fix his car. Let him leave. I but, just want uh, to get out of here. Ah, uh, yeah, that movie is. Ah, uh, I need to. I need to go back and watch that movie. I, I feel like if I watched, knowing what I know now, if I watched U Turn and Eight Millimeter. Back to back. Do you think my Whoa. brain would explode? Like, I don't like, smoke weed. Like scanners? Yeah, maybe. I don't smoke weed, but I feel like I'd have to start smoking weed just to get through that little mini movie <laughs> marathon. Yeah, but if you smoke weed during those two, you'll be freaking out even more. Oh, geez, Louise. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know. Would weed make those movies better or worse? You, have I you, think it would have you done the devil's lettuce you get a little, Sometimes you get a little paranoid when you're on the uh, the, the wacky tobacco. Yes. I've never I've never done the devil's lettuce. I think that's my favorite nickname I've ever heard somebody call it. But uh, That is a pretty fun But a I don't know what that would do to me if I tried to watch those movies that way. Uh, man. <laughs> hey, speaking of movies, uh, somebody was nice enough to, to ask us a question on uh, on the Twitters. Uh, today it was uh, uh one of our uh, mutual friends or enemies or I don't know how you want to describe this this good man but Mikey in DFW uh, Dallas Fort Worth I assume that's what that means that uh, is that's that's my wonderful co-host oh on um, time limit draw yes sir when's your new when's the next episode that coming out so last Saturday we or excuse me last Sunday we did WrestleMania three. And uh, we'll have another episode in two weeks. What's the uh, where do people find that? They can find it on iTunes, right? If they just they can find they, they should be able to find it on iTunes under Time Limit Draw. Uh, we're also at flodcast.net slash TLD, I believe it is. So, and you can find us on Twitter at at the TLD Podcast. Hey, uh, before we get to his question, what did you think of WrestleMania this year? It certainly was long. Oh my lord! I could never go and watch that in person. That's way too long. I would not be happy to have to sit through. I mean, you, you know, I like wrestling a lot, and I've, I've been since since I was a ten year old kid. I've, I've I've loved wrestling, all types of wrestling. Seven hour show. That's just uh, with the with the pre show and the show itself. It's like I you know I don't know. And then there's some people who not only do WrestleMania for on Sunday. They go to other shows on Saturday because there's in in each town that WrestleMania is a lot of independent shows try to like you know get in the wake of 
of uh, of WWE, and they try to get the kind of the blowback money. And then so some people will go also to Monday Night Raw. Yeah, that's crazy. I would think that's I would crazy. just go to Monday Night Raw if I was just gonna go to like one of those shows that week or or whatever. But um, I think I'd want to do that maybe the because always the 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 night after WrestleMania is always a crazy night, you know. Um, but yeah, it's you know it was really long. There were some there were some all right matches. There were I was entertained, but there was some other stuff where it was just like, all right, next, let's go. Yeah, I didn't get to I didn't watch it. I hadn't watched like wrestling like in in ages. But I I watched SmackDown after WrestleMania, and it was I really enjoyed it. Cause you got to see uh, uh, Daniel Bryan wrestled AJ Styles on uh, SmackDown, and that was a really? lot of fun. Yeah, uh, they it was a. Uh, or there was some funny business at the end with um, Nakamura, I think is his name. Is he the, yes, the, the new is. heel? Yeah. He came mm-hmm. in and he like he beat up uh, AJ Styles and, and he, he does this thing like where he like uh, kneels down and then he yanks his hand up and he, and he nails AJ Styles in the nuts like two or three times. It was well because he did that at WrestleMania. He actually uh, he did not win and AJ Styles retained. And they kind of shook hands at the end of the match because they're supposed to be f- these big friends who respect each other. And Nakamura gave him the old nut shot. That reminded me of uh, Jericho doing that to Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. Was it 19 when they had the match? I think it was, yeah. And uh, yeah. Jericho's all crying and he, he hugs him and then he, he knees him in the in the crotch. <laughs> and Shawn Michaels just like uh, – Jericho described it as like Shawn, My- Shawn Michaels is just like slinking down his body. Just like at two – Jericho, just a sad look on his face or, or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, uh, which I did also read a stat like uh, if Nakamura had won the title at WrestleMania, it would have been the first time a non-white person won the major title at WrestleMania. Wow! And it didn't happen, so that that horrible streak continues. Like, yeah, really? shit. Uh, but your episode time limit draw, I put it up on uh, iTunes. And uh, the little bar that says popularity, it's like all the way filled up. So a lot of people probably uh, looking, Sweet. searching WrestleMania and uh, pulling that up. So you guys. Nice. Uh, hey, awesome. I'm glad that I uh, hope hopefully people enjoyed it. Yeah. So you're one on SummerSlam 91. That that bar is only halfway up. But then uh, your WCW Slamboree 1999, that's like close to three quarters full. And then WrestleMania nice. is like the the top dog or, or whatever. But um, ooh, ooh. so your, your co-host asked us this question. He said, what is the Mount Rushmore of movies starring pro wrestlers? And I really like that question a lot. Cause you always hear like, what's the Mount Rushmore of wrestlers or what's the Mount Rushmore of movies. But he combined these worlds into one coherent tweet. And I thought that was great. So um, I made a quick list while I had a, a, a breather from a work this evening. Uh, did you come up with a list or do you have them off the top of your head or did you just say, piss off, Mikey? I don't have any response for you. Oh, I'd never say that to Mikey. He's a, he's a, he's a joy. And that's a wonderful question. I do have a little bit of a list. Um, shall, do you want to go first? Or shall um, I go first? I'm going to – I let you go first last time. I'll go this time. Uh, I'll make it quick. Um, I went the first Guardians of the Galaxy with Dave Batista. Okay. Um, I went Princess Bride with Andre the Giant. Okay. Uh, Moana with The Rock, and oh. uh, They Live, starring Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. That's uh, Roddy Piper is on is on my my Mount Rushmore as well for They Live. Uh, that's one of my favorite movies of all time, and a tremendous, tremendous film. I'm going to go with Jesse the Body Ventura 
in, ooh, and I love him in Predator, but ooh, I also love him in Running Man, say. so I don't know what I'd do. It's a Sophie's Choice. That, 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 that. Let's go. Uh, I'm going to go Predator on this one. I, why don't just, could you put both of them in, or would that be breaking the rules? I, I could. I guess you could. Well, I mean, it's he said Mount Rushmore is Mount Rushmore movies, but I'm going to go, uh, if we can do the faces, obviously. So you got Roddy Piper from They Live for us. As well, and then we go Jesse Ventura. Maybe half of his face is is his character from Running Man, who is Captain Freedom, and the other half is uh, is from Predator. All right, I'll, I'll allow it. There, there's no written rules in this thing. So excellent, excellent. My third one would be. This is a tough one because I love The Rock and I love Dave Bautista as Drax, but I love Under the Giant as uh, as the Giant in Princess Bride. Yeah. Yes, you have to yeah, and you have to pick that one i feel like that's yeah you got that's one, one of my all-time favorites another one of my all-time favorites and he's in animated form sergeant slaughter from gi joe the movie the original cartoon movie i just got that from the library the other day i keep meaning to watch it i think that's gonna be a lot of fun it's a, you know it in years some people a lot of people hated it a lot of people did not like it because there was some weird stuff in it but i you know it came out a little after i believe it was a year or so after uh the transformers the movie when they killed optimus prime and that and i think i've said this before where the big thing was for hasbro and for for sunbow the the production company they wanted to shake things up they wanted to, to kill off a lot of characters because they were bringing in some new toys as well so that's why you know in transformers they killed a lot of, a lot of autobots and decepticons and optimus prime died their big plan was they were going to have duke from gi joe die as well but because there was such outrage with from children and adults that Optimus Prime died, they switched <laughs> up and had to redo a portion of the G.I. Joe movie. And so Duke does not spoiler, I'm sorry, he doesn't die, but he he uh he lives at the end, but he does get gravely injured. I will say that. This I think we talked about this before, but the editing is not seamless with that, is it? Like you kind of no, know like, that, hey, they had to do that last minute. Yeah. They kind of messed something up here. But uh but no, I, I sat down yeah, they, and watched that. I, I only watched like a few minutes and I realized, oh crap, you've got like chores you gotta do around the house before the kids wake up from their naps or whatever. So I had to cut my viewing short. But uh but I forgot about Sergeant Slaughter being in that movie. And so he pops up on the credits. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's that's really pleasant. I'm looking forward to Sergeant Slaughter uh before he turned heel in the WWE. Uh, being on this G.I. Joe movie. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you, do you, um, have we really forgiven him for being a turncoat and uh, and joining the Iraqi regime? No, he's probably in hell right now, actually. So. Well, he's not dead yet. Oh, he's not? Oh, well. No. Well, he's going to die someday. <laughs> you got a one-way ticket to the downstairs, uh, huh? Sergeant Slaughter, what what happened? Oh, he's born in 1948. Well, I mean, we just lost... Uh, we just lost... Uh, uh, Lee R. Embry or whatever. So, Whoa, R. Lee Army. R. Lee Army. Oh my God! I, my, I've it's been a long day today. My, my quit, apologies. Quit, quit giving a free promo to uh, <laughs> to Mr. Embry, right? Oh man. So uh, Lee Embry is not the person. Uh, no, it is <laughs> R. Lee so, Army. So that would be. <laughs> that would be my our our uh, Mount Rushmores, but I you know I also liked I wrote a lot of uh, cameos for wrestlers that I okay. really enjoyed. I did not do this, so what are some cameos that you have? Uh, one of my, some of my favorite cameos, the Freebirds, are in Highlander. They movie. are. 
Yes. What are they doing well, in Highlander? Well, they're 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 actually in the open up the movie, the first movie with uh, in from 1980 with um, Christopher Lambert, and they're actually at Madison Square Garden during a wrestling event, and you see the Freebirds battling. A, I can't remember who he they are fighting, but uh, they quickly cut to Christopher Lambert in uh, in the state in the stand in the stands, and he goes down below and has a sword fight with somebody else in the parking structure. Hmm. Um, Bonesaw, Randy Savage yes. and Spider-Man. He's, he's yeah. one of the best parts of that original Spider-Man movie. Gotta love that. And, uh, another one is Big Show, uh, as in Waterboy as Captain Insano. <laughs> I remember, uh, I remember that movie. That was, cause that was like the height of the Attitude Era and like WCW, NWO. Oh yeah. Uh, oh Beaver. yeah. So they could have put like, they could have put El Dandy in that movie and we would have all been like, oh my God, El Dandy's in this Adam Sandler who you, movie. Who are you to doubt El Dandy? Yeah. Know? He's a, he's a, he's a stand up guy or what was, he's a, he's a jam up jam guy. Jam up guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the, uh, Hulk Hogan in Rocky three is Thunderlips. Ooh, I thought you were going to say Hulk Hogan in Gremlins 2, the new batch. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Well, because that's Hulk Hogan as Hulk Hogan in Gremlins yes. 2. Yeah, that's true. But he, he tells those Gremlins he's going to run wild over them. He certainly does, and he rips the shirt. Now, sorry, folks, it won't happen again. He's he's great. <laughs> so, uh, And then uh, a, a, a little-known wrestler who we didn't really – I don't think he was in the WWE ever. It was His name is Ox Baker, and he was in Escape from New York. And Snake Plissken and Ox have a battle in uh, toward the end of the movie, and Snake uh, gives him the old bat with nails to the head. What uh what federation was he in? You say he's not in the WWE. What you know? I don't know. He could have been in maybe one of the AWAs or the NWAs or something like that. He was one of those guys who was. I think he was in the seven sixties and seventies and stuff like that. Now I, this might not be like a where when I was trying to pick my movies out or whatever. Uh, I almost put one of them Fast and the Furious movies on my list because I know they're like big dumb action movies, but. They do big dumb action really, really well. And I really, really yes. enjoy The Rock being in those movies more than I, I know, probably should. I, you know, I agree, and I, and the, I. That's why specifically why I didn't put The Rock on because I think The Rock is it, it's transcended and he's something else entirely different. He is such an action star, and 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 as they call him, he's franchise Viagra. <laughs> where they put him into a movie and or into a franchise, and that just injects that, and they bump up the sales. Because before Rock went into Fast and Furious, they're actually I think they were going to consider stopping Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, and then he just uh, he just cranked those movies out, and once they put Boom. him in there, like he's he's like the main attraction, I, I would say now. But um, pretty much, yeah. Uh, it's not that other guy. What's that other guy in those movies? Vin- Vin Diesel. No, yeah. he's great. I, I I like Vin Diesel. I'm trying to. Who's the? He. It was somebody that The Rock was feuding with. Oh, Tyrese. Yeah, and Tyrese is making like this Instagram video or something. He's like crying. It's like you have to choose between me or him. Like me or him. Like it's like Jesus. okay, uh, bye, Tyrese. Like he, <laughs> freaking nobody's gonna pick Tyrese over the rock like uh, no. and then the rock posted like this instagram video where like somebody made him listen to tyrese's uh album did you see that oh i heard something yeah and he said it was god awful and <laughs> he said it was um, a children uh earmuffs uh, children it was dog shit yeah I'm yes not, i'm not believing yes. that because it was hilarious that the rock uh our possible future president someday 
was sitting there calling Tyrese's album dog shit. It was the worst thing. <laughs> he said it's not like the the hardened up dog shit from like you know a few days. It's like easy to clean up or whatever. This was like the the steamy, like gross, Ugh. wet, and yeah, it was. He Fr- said, fresh I'm, out the factory. He said, "I'm never gonna forgive you for for making me waste all that time or or something." I'm I'm uh, paraphrasing him uh, uh, now because I I can't find the video clip, and that would be weird to. Post that on here, but uh, you, you know I'd be remiss before we before we move on with the wrestling and wrestlers in movies. I'd be remiss and not and not mentioning Terry Funk in Roadhouse. Oh yeah, that should be like the movie all on his own, even if he's yeah. not the starring role. Like <laughs> that should be up there just for him. But uh, yeah, it should be. It should be. I looked up a list of like all these like different wrestlers like in movies and stuff, and this den of geek website which by the way they got andre the giant princess bride at like 11 like okay so i know i'm like this uh bandwagon person only seen this movie today but that seems a bit low okay so they have that at number 11 but they have kevin nash in the punisher at number six like get the hell out of here with that that punisher movie wasn't even that great and i don't think even he even had lines in that movie no and i like tom jane it as the Punisher, but that movie was so wretchedly boring. Like, yeah, it was. I do like Thomas Jane as uh, as a Punisher. I thought he was really good. And Travolta as the heel was that was fine, but just something That's else right. with that movie just I don't know just just went sour for me. It was poop. <laughs> no, I really wanted to like that movie when it came out. It's like, oh my god, it's the Punisher. Like, but this is before yeah. we had like the Marvel Cinematic Universe or whatever, and it was like, oh my god, the Punisher. But now, would would you if if gun to your head, would you which Punisher would you choose? The one with Dolph Lundgren from the eighties or the Thomas Jane one? Oh man, I don't know. I think I'll take the Dolph Lundgren one. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren's great, and that's no slight to Tom Jane. He was great in that '61 movie, if you ever saw that. Um, but uh, oh, Dolph Lundgren—he's just uh, something magical about Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Certainly is that I just uh, will always enjoy. But uh, uh, this list also has a uh, Ernest the Cat Miller was in the Wrestler. You remember that? Oh movie? wow! Oh, I well, I remember seeing that movie. But I don't remember seeing Ernest Cat. I guess he was in there. He was sure. like the he was the Ayatollah. The uh, the main heel, I get to actually use heel the way it's supposed to be used here. He was the the main heel from uh, Mickey Rourke's uh, oh, 80s heyday. that's right. And uh, they have like the final uh, final match uh, together or whatever. So, Or I don't think they have the final match together. I think he just tries to talk uh, Mickey Rourke's character out of, uh, out of that. By the way, that's a horrible movie to watch on a first date, by the oh. way. <laughs> not that you have to, not that either of us have to really worry about that unless uh, our significant others die or leave us or <laughs> probably leave us is probably what would happen. Probably at least leave, us. My, uh, leave us. But yes, don't, it's like Rocky without any like optimism is how, what I described wow. that to my mother. Now, was there a second date or no? No, there was not a second <laughs> date. There was totally not a second date. I, I blame Mickey Rourke in that, uh, in that <laughs> film. That's, um, Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so there's, uh, there's some lists. Uh, so, uh, Mikey, I hope we, uh, I hope we answered that question to, uh, to your satisfaction, but, um, so, uh, I think that's going to wrap up our, our show tonight. Uh, so you've got the WrestleMania three podcast that's come out now, but, uh, what's the next show going to be for you guys? 
The next show, ooh, that's a good question. I think it's a WCW show. I don't actually know yet. I think we're still trying to decide what it's going to be, but uh, we usually try to alternate. We did do two WWF WWE shows in a row. Uh, that's simply because it's WrestleMania season. When it's WrestleMania season, we try to fit in a couple WrestleManias. But that seems now, like a I smart think, thing to do. Yeah, it is. It is. But, you know, it's, it also gets you more excited into into the the season as well. I mean, we try to do seasonal stuff when it's ho- around Halloween or something. We or Thanksgiving, we do Survivor Series or Halloween Havocs. Um, so this one, I think, gotta don't remember what it's going to be, but I think it's going to be a WCW uh, pay per view. Are uh, is it going to be a slamboree? It could potentially be a slambery we usually try to get something that was that happened that occurred around this same time so oh what's the one that i'm thinking of uh wcw pay-per-view 1998 spring stampede yes i don't know why i said slamber slamber is like may or something so yeah uh, yeah spring stampede that's a horrible name for a pay-per-view is that the worst (laughs) wcw pay-per-view like of all the pay-per-views they've had like is that collectively the worst one or i think so well there's one called sin from the early 2000s Um, that was not that good yeah that was or i think you told me one time that uh the road wild ones were not good because they didn't make anybody any money it was just like oh man yeah they they just wanted to basically eric bischoff and a couple of his buddies they were all they're big motorcycle enthusiasts and they really wanted to go to sturgis uh, south dakota for the for the motorcycle rally and so they said well let's do a show and I don't think they charged money to get into, you know, because there were no seats. I mean, I don't think there were any seats. They had standing room stuff. And so it was basically a free show. Well, that's good for those bikers, I guess. But, uh, uh, well, free show for the free show from the company. Obviously, the guys got paid. But, um, yeah, the uh, the WCW 1998 Spring Stampede, by the way, the main event match was uh uh, Randy Savage beating Sting in a no disqualification match to win the heavyweight title. Oh, that's when I stopped watching <laughs> WCW. Like after that, they built Sting up like after like a year and a half to be like this, this holy geez, like you know he's like the Undertaker, you know type, be like uh, invincible, you know type character, or whatever. And right. then he's freaking jobbing out to Randy Savage and painting his face red and going woo. Wolfpack. It's yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. They they should have let him absolutely squash and destroy Hulk Hogan in that slambery that first match back. But yeah. that's it's neither here nor there. It's like, oh, you guys are doing this. Oh, hey, what? There's Stone Cold Steve Austin's on the other channel. Um, <laughs> yeah. Click. Let's go and watch that <laughs> instead. Oh, there's this guy, The Rock. Okay, I'm definitely. Oh, I wonder who that guy is. Yeah. yeah, and a pretty entertaining Mick Foley, Mankind. Oh, okay. Well, that'll put some butts in the seats. Remember that? Oh, when, Tony Schiavone. Yeah. They, uh, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, uh, they uh, WCW tried to spoil the results of uh, Mankind winning the. Uh, the WWF title for the first time in his career and WCW, I guess they thought that uh, nobody would want to watch that. And then like <laughs> the Nielsen rating showed like half a million people like immediately switched over to watch it happen. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing. Ever. Oh, that's almost as dumb as WCW having a kiss concert. You remember that? Oh, I do remember that. Yes, yes. Kiss. Uh, one of my favorite things I saw in high school, this kid had a shirt. It had like Kiss's like faces on it. But instead of saying Kiss, it said crap, like in that <laughs> font. That's I said, why do you have that shirt? And he had a simple response. He said, because Kiss is crap. I said, well, <laughs> okay. That's, uh, that's dedication right there. So, it's um, also a pretty funny thing. It was, you know, uh, 
to ask what you know what, you know what uh, is so stupid that WCW did this and and yeah you could just one up yourself every time too <laughs> yeah i mean if we could make like a, a mount rushmore of like stupid WCW things on another show um it would be really hard to pick because there's so <laughs> many so many dumb things uh that they did so uh but yes so people go and look on iTunes and leave a review for uh time limit draw and for this show the 16 bit catholic if you uh if you get a chance so i wonder what our most popular episode of this podcast is is. I don't know. Uh, oh, it's the one uh, episode twenty-two. It says on the road again. I don't know which. What did we talk oh. about in episode twenty-two? Do you remember? I have no clue. I was. I was about to ask you. Was this one of those episodes? I wasn't there. No, you're all. <laughs> you're almost always there. Uh, oh, we talked about. Uh, we talked about that. Uh, that Suicide Squad movie. Oh yeah, I still, I still haven't seen that. Yeah, I haven't either. It looks dumb, so I probably won't. You, you want to know something funny? About maybe about a couple weeks ago, I leg- I saw something about the Justice League movie, and I legitimately and I haven't seen it yet at all. Yeah, I but wonder. I legitimately said, kind of spoke out loud, and I said, "Oh, I wonder when that's coming out." <laughs> and wow. that had already obviously been out and out of the theaters as well. Yeah, that's how. Mm-hmm. So far off your radar there, Jesus. Wow. Lord. Yeah, I've got no interest in seeing that Justice League movie. My no. wife went and saw it in the theater, and uh, uh, she thought it was she thought it was fine. So maybe I'll I'll try to rent it or something like that. She's like, "You might like it." I'm like, I'm, no. uh, "I'm probably not going to like it, hun." But I <laughs> admire your optimism. I admire you going to see a comic book movie without me. That makes yeah, me, that's, uh, that's pretty pretty. Does she do that often <laughs> to go see that? Uh, sometimes she does. Uh, she went to go see. Uh, uh, Wonder Woman by herself. She saw Guardians of the Galaxy two by herself. And oh, I can't remember if she saw Spider Man by herself. But um, now, did you? You ended up seeing Wonder Woman. Obviously. Oh yeah, we saw Wonder. I saw Wonder Woman. I think tw- uh, three times in the theater. Nice, actually, so. nice. Because we. Uh, oh, it was because during the summer we had. Uh, we were visiting my parents, and my my thirteen year old nephew was there, and my sister had finally given him like the ability to watch PG thirteen movies. That's like, right. I remember you saying that. And uh, it was trying to decide between that or Spider Man Homecoming. And somebody on Twitter told me to to go take him to see Wonder Woman. Might have been you who said that, but they said, go take him to see Wonder Woman because he'll find Spider-Man. He's a 13-year-old boy. He'll he'll, he'll end up eventually seeing Spider-Man by himself, but you need to make sure he sees Wonder Woman. So we did, and he... He absolutely loved it. He thought that nice. was uh, that was great. So, I mean, he's a thirteen-year-old boy. It's a it's a beautiful woman who's kicking ass. I mean, exactly. That's, uh, what more could you want? And when I say beautiful woman, I'm not just you know that's not just some like pinup of the month or something. Holy jeez, she downright gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, my jaw hit the floor a couple times. I mean, dare I say the most beautiful woman in Hollywood right now? Like, I, I, I think that's that? that's that's an argument. I think I would uh, I would agree on. I, I said, win that. I said in Hollywood, honey, don't don't, uh, don't yeah, not in Texas, not uh, you know uh, belittling you or anything like that. But <laughs> no, I'm just trying to think of like all like the most beautiful people in like Hollywood and uh, her and Ryan Reynolds uh, for my money, the, the two most beautiful uh, people. He's in Hollywood. he's a very handsome lad. He's oh my lord, he's. I I think uh, this would have to be marked explicit if I keep uh, giving you my thoughts on Ryan Reynolds and uh, and um, and Wonder Woman. Uh, what's her name? Um, Gal Gadot. Uh, sorry, sorry for not knowing that name earlier, but yes. 
So, um, well, this was uh, it was nice to be back on a regular schedule recording with you, sir. Indeed, indeed. I uh, I always enjoy recording with you, and uh, I appreciate that. Uh, that makes uh, that makes one person in this world who enjoys uh, recording with me. I can't even get my own <laughs> wife to record reg- regular episodes with me. So uh, come on, we gotta we gotta work <laughs> on that. No, you know when we move to Arkansas and we've got a little more free time because uh, we'll have a slightly larger house and it'll be easier to keep clean, and therefore we'll have more energy because we'll have to spend less time cleaning and more time to do other things. Uh, I'd like to try to. Uh, Hopefully, uh, record podcast episodes uh, regularly with nice. her. So, you, dear listener, uh, you'll get uh, you get the the masculine take on some weeks, and you'll get the feminine take when my wife shows up on the other weeks. So, I think that works <laughs> out for everybody. It uh, does. But James, where can the people find you at on the twitters? The twitters at beer baron for life that is the number four l-i-f-e um and at the tld podcast i always retweet the most uh most recent original thought you've had you said you know cena is a doctor and maybe he just wants someone who in the same field so i assume you're referring to uh, john cena and his lovely fiance uh calling it quits Yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's, and John Cena's back on the market. He's not too hard on the eyes either, let me tell you. But, he um, is a doctor. Oh, well, you know what? I misspelled that. So let's, uh, well, <laughs> who retweeted that? Did you retweet <laughs> I that? retweeted. I told you. I, I just told you. That's what I was doing. Hold on. I'm, oh, I see something. Hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to read, you know, I, I hate typos in a tweet. So you, you wrote, uh, you said uh, you did not put is before in. I know. Such a fool. Now, right, I, now fire Ren ready. I just sent it off, and uh, you may t- retweet. Okay, there we go. So I retweeted it, and then I tried to click on it. It says, this tweet does not exist. I was like, ha! Oh, no. It's like it never existed. <laughs> we, still, we still don't have a, a, an edit function for this, uh, this Twitter machine. No, I would like an edit function only if you could edit it, like, within a minute and then... Yeah, call it quits. So I don't want to retweet somebody who says something like beautiful and then like they change it the next day, day to say something like horribly racist and homophobic. Yeah, or exactly. It's like, yeah, whoa, wait a minute. Timeline or whatever. And so uh, my last original thought, I said making Alex Jones cry to own the libs. Do you see that this weekend? I certainly did. Yeah, that was that was great. And I was like, oh, you're crying on on your stupid radio show. OK. <laughs> You're a horrible human being, Alex Jones. And yes, I'll say that out loud because he really is a horrible human being. He might be the worst. I don't know. We'll do you know, in, in the long list of, of people who are the worst, he is certainly at the top. I mean, he's not like, you know, beating children or like murdering people, but he's still pretty horrible. Like, you he, know. for so Yes, he is a person who is verbally passing out propaganda that is... Yeah. inflammatory yeah so uh yeah so hey alex jones if you want to come on the show you're more than welcome to do that we'll uh we'll tell you how we feel uh straight to your face as well so um <laughs> so uh but anyways uh we will try to get back together in about two or three weeks and uh oh you know what by the next time we record a podcast uh that avengers affinity war movie will be out that's right. That's right. Do you have your tickets already? No, but uh, since I work in the evenings, the only benefit to that is being able to show up at like nine o'clock in the morning on like a Friday and Beautiful. being able to watch it while everybody else is at work. So nice. That's nice. probably what yeah. I'll do. Either that or Monday morning after the weekend's passed. I, he- I hear. Yeah, I don't. We don't have tickets yet, but um, I, I might pull something like that because I don't work Mondays as well. So I might go to an early one or. 
the one of the local theaters does a all tickets all day long are six dollars i think it is and they're really in a really nice theater too so we might do that's like wednesday night so we can maybe just you know go on a date night for that oh that's awesome tuesday night excuse me i've been i stand corrected tuesday corrected too i've been yelled at from the other and i'm pretty sure i'll be able to get tickets on the friday morning because i saw star wars the very first friday morning of the not the force awakens this new one the last jedi Uh i watched i saw that like the very first morning it came out so i figure if i can get if i can get into that that friday morning then I should be able to get into uh, this Avengers Infinity. Now, was that was that so? How was the uh, the crowd on a Friday, on a Friday morning? Uh, it was about three quarters full, and it was me and a bunch of dudes who uh, uh, like me who forgot to shave their <laughs> necks. I don't know how that works out, but uh, we all forgot to shave our necks all at the same time. It was crazy well. how that works. But uh, no, it took it was like uh, it was maybe like one or two women there, and it was like the rest was like dudes just like me. So, Dudes uh, like me, and I was the idiot. It was like January. I decided to wear shorts and flip flops to the movie theater. And hey, was... you're wearing and you're wearing an outfit like me. I always uh, like to do that. Oh uh, yeah, but you're in nice sunny California. I was in uh, cold Texas, and that's uh, yeah. yeah. That was that was yeah, not it's my a cold day in Texas. Not my brightest moment there. So, uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, well, uh, we will say good night, listener, and uh, thank you for listening. Follow me at 16-Bit Catholic and James once again at Beer Baron Number Four uh, Life, and uh, we will uh, we will talk to you soon. <laughs>